Makes now, sense. for those that's gonna be smart asses, that are gonna say, I, I don't care, of course, the interest rate plays a part. Yeah, it plays a part. The deal is not a make or break because of. Mm. It plays a part. So the overall deal, if the overall deal makes sense based off the interest rate solely, then the majority of the deals are no good. It's not good. Because I'm buying properties at a higher interest rate than what the average people are buying for today. And the deal is killer. We can talk the numbers if we, if we want to talk later on about it. So who cares about the interest rates with that? But here's what happened. People are blocking their blessings. Mm. Reason why they're blocking their blessings is because they focused on the interest rate. So you can have an amazing deal right in front of you with a 7%, 8%, 10% interest rate. You run away from the deal. And you will you run away it. from the deal because you said, damn, That's how I'm going to wait for the interest rate to go down to 3 4 <laughs> Wow. May that happen. All the time. So listen, welcome to the No Stingy Energy Podcast, where we discuss all things from health, wealth, relationships, entrepreneurship. That's what we're talking about. But today is special, man. Real special, real special, man. I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be different too. Yeah, man. We different. got my guy Wellby in the building. Appreciate you, fellas, man. You know What's man? going on, man? Yeah, man. Happy you actually came here, man. You. Yeah, you, came all the way from New York. All the way from New York, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man, because it's like when I hit him up, you know, he was like, you know, it was it was no question. Answered the phone. Answered the phone. You know what I mean? No ducking. <laughs> no weird responses yeah, to yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. all That's solid. hard to find these days. Mm. That's Barely. crazy. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear, right? That's what, that's what I hear. That's crazy. You know? It's hard to find real people. Man, <laughs> no doubt. So I know you in the real estate space. Yes, sir. And I know that you kind of approach that from you. You kind of teach from a very real space, not the what I would consider the, the Instagram fluff, fluff version. Well, I fucking keep it real. Yeah, not with the bullshit. Not with the bullshit. Yeah, you tell the ups, you tell the downs. Now, most marketers, just keeping it real, feel like. That approach may not get you a following as fast because most people want to hear the bullshit. Most people want to be lied to. Yeah. Right. Just keep it real. They just want to see the highlights. They want to see the highlight reel. They want to see the money, the cars, the houses. And that's it. That's it. What made you take that approach? The real approach. Yeah. The reason why I took the real approach, getting onto social media is something that I was like against doing. Why? Gotcha. I, I didn't want to do it because... um. You don't, don't like know, people I'm, in your I'm, business? Yeah, I'm private. Damn, man. I'm private and all, right? I'm the so, same way. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't like people in my business. Um, but what happened is, is that I've been through so much in this business, in real estate. Right. And I prayed on it, and I said that if God will allow me to be at a point that I can have the confidence that I can educate and share people the information, I want to be as authentic as possible with my life experiences. I wanted to have a road behind me of the things that I've been through. So when I'm speaking about it, I'm speaking about it from experience, not mm. just because um, of clickbait or using triggering words. And that's what I wanted to do. So when I started getting it on Instagram, I believe I got on on 2017 after fighting, fighting myself on uh, me and my twin brother. Actually, I got mm. a twin brother and we were both fighting each other about should we do it or should we not? 
And then I said, you know what, I'm going to get on Instagram and I'm only going to show my life as a real estate investor. I didn't want to show too much. Personal. Of, yeah. And I've been, I've made a lot of money in the business over the years. So a lot of the things that uh, people wanted to use as far as uh, glitters and, and glam, I've been living like that for a long time. But mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to show what it took for me to do that. Gotcha. And that's what that's where I've been at. So, so to your point, when you said about growing, it took longer. It definitely took longer. But I'm proud of the things that I've been able to accomplish. And in these last few months, it's been like fire. And 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 I'm I'm thankful for everybody's support. No doubt. I like so it. real real quick, man. I'm going to go ahead and introduce myself, man. My name is Byron, real estate investor out of Houston, Texas, primarily focused on the wholesale space. We do a lot of creative finance, fix and flip, new to the build to rent space. Yeah. Definitely excited about that. Um, and so I just want to give people that perspective from where I'm coming from. Oh, you want to introduce yourself? What's going on? I'm Neil Parker, real estate investor, entrepreneur. I've uh, been in real estate since 2016, full-time entrepreneur 2020. I do all things real estate, um, but my primary focus is buying as many rentals as possible. I love passive income. And I also love educating our people because our people, we buy so much shit, but we own nothing. So that's my uh, that's my thing, man. I like to teach our people how to get it done. You want to go ahead and do a quick intro? Oh, um, well, be a celly at my best 197, uh, first generation Haitian American. Uh, been in the real estate business for about 20 years. And I teach the people the good, the bad, the ugly of real estate. And I show people how to get to it. So I love it. I love it, man. I love it. Man, we was talking earlier, man. We're pretty similar when it comes to uh, educating people. Yeah. You know, we was talking about classes. You do live classes. Yeah. You be on that joint three hours. Yeah. I mean, I got, <laughs> I got yeah. plenty of three-hour videos myself. Yeah. Uh, and, I'm, and, and, and literally, I'm on it. There's yeah, no, it's there's no, no other people. Yeah, there's no. Well, you might you might have a guest or so. Or yeah, two, yeah. But there's no bait, bait bait and switch because I know a lot of you. I could talk to your cameras, right? You know, marketers. Uh, okay, <laughs> I know I know a lot of you students that have paid people and have been disappointed after you paid these people and you they never don't show up. Mm. Or, or what they presented to you was going to be a live Oof. interactive situation and it's actually a pre-recorded evergreen here as if they're live with the fake comments in the in the in the chat and all um but we don't do that over here we don't we don't do that over here how you feel about that yeah so, because yeah. it's kind of like false marketing so you think these marketers you think they're marketing to actually educate the people or are they marketing for the money you know the thing is, is that everybody, everybody is sensitive because they think that you're throwing shots. However, however, anybody's getting to their money, so especially if it's legal, because what they're doing is not illegal. Yeah, right. Then go, go, go ahead and do it, right? But I think that the the purchasers, the consumers out here, mm -hmm. um, you're a lot more smarter than these people would like you to believe that you are. Mm -hmm. And if you would just do a little bit of investigating. What, what type bit. of investigating you talking about? To be specific, so we can teach our people yeah. how well, to know the repos you know the difference yeah. between the market and the actual person, person. That's doing really do the, the business. business. Well, so how do you? Well, the, I, we're talking real estate, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not that difficult to present you some HUDs, Ooh. or deeds, Ooh. or closing closing documentations, Ooh. or G GFEs pre-approvals. So they need to um, just be asking those questions when they're in a DM asking for help. I, I can't even listen, man. If you God forbid, God forbid you have a medical condition. Mm. God forbid. 
and and you have to do a surgery, and that surgery, they have to open you up to remove something so they could save your life. I would like to think that you're going to get a first, you're going to get, you're going to see the initial doctor and to get a second opinion, and then you want to be able to see their, uh, uh, what's the word I want to use? Um, resume? Their resume, thank yeah. you, to the ability that what they can do before you jump on somebody's table mm, and, and let them and, cut you and, open. And cut you open. So listen, what people are doing to you, they're cutting you open financially. Ooh. Ooh. How they cutting you open financially? You're walking into these rooms, and they know economically you're not in a good space. Ooh. So what they're doing to you is they're tugging at your heart, using triggering words, setting you up, and oh, indirectly yeah. asking you uh, uh, strategic questions to see where you at credit-wise, where you at employment-wise, to gut you open. Ooh. And Damn. then take what you worked for. Then after they take what you worked for, you pay them for a service, and then now you're dissatisfied with the service. Wow. The fulfillment. So tell me this. Tell me this. <laughs> we, you know, we was having this conversation. This is real talk. <clears throat> I'm to me, that's predatory. Thing, listen, I, I, I'm, I, I know you're going to say something. I'm speaking from experience because mm-hmm. it happened to me. Wow. Okay. So let's, let's talk about that. What sure. was that experience? Yeah. It's, okay. You imagine now, especially our people. Yeah. We are economically in the same space that we were, I forgot, the, the decades ago. Yeah. We have not grown. Yeah. We have we not went moved. Went declined, probably. We, we have not moved. We have not moved economically-wise, uh, um, um, wealth-wise in this country at all, even though it, might, it likes to appear because people got Toro. Wow. Right? Mm. People could could get loans for these these exotic cars for 15-year loans. Yeah. And you're paying a mortgage on a a a vehicle. On a vehicle, right? And then it doesn't work out for you like you thought you were going to with the Toro, and now they're about to take it from you. Oh. It's just being real. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not throwing shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just real talk. I was the dummy, too. Not with Toro, but the experiences, the, the, the reckless behavior... Mm. Trying to find a that shiny one. object. Yeah, I did it too. So wow. when I'm saying what I'm saying to everybody, when I tell people I understand, I did it too. Wow. So you paid a mentor? I didn't pay a mentor, but the people that are in this business indirectly is mentoring you. Mm. Who are these people that are mentoring you? The people that are all licensed that essentially is working for you. When I say for you, I'm talking about the qualified buyer slash investor. Mm-hmm. Nothing in this industry moves without the qualified buyer and or the investor. Okay. That is the number one key component to any real estate transaction. Facts. Right. Thank you very much, fellas. That's a fact. Facts. Okay. Without because you buying it, nobody gets paid. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. My goal is to empower the qualified buyer and the investor. Mm-hmm. Because one of the wildest things... You know, um, you, you ever seen somebody with some amazing talent and they don't even realize it and it gets wasted? No doubt. Okay, so you have the talent or the ability to acquire something and don't realize that this whole piece, this whole situation works with you because of you? Right. So my goal is to empower you to understand that. Mm. So now all of the parties that are working in here, Here's the beautiful thing about real estate, why I call real estate the ultimate equalizer. 
The reason why I call it the ultimate equalizer is that the major components to the people that are working in this industry, every one of them needs to be licensed. Mm. Every one of them needs to be licensed, except for you. It's a fact. It's a fact. You it's understand fact. that? It's a fact. So you are... Break that you, down. Break that down. So now, I don't have a real estate license. I don't either. Me neither. You hear that? Every audience, we control, I hear this. We control everything now. Thank you. I hope your audience is hearing what we're talking about. <laughs> you understand why so, I say... So they I'm, work for us. Thank you. This is why I'm here to empower the qualified buyer mm. slash the potential investor. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's why I turn off a lot of people, contractors and all, mm. because how dare you educate these people on how you run and control the contractor that's essentially working for you. Wow. You telling me that I'm the only one that's been robbed by a contractor on this planet? Facts. You're not. I'm the only one that's been misinformed by a realtor? <sighs> Damn. Am I the only one that got at the table to sign a mortgage with a mortgage lender and all of a sudden the numbers changed the day? Oh, <laughs> I'm the only one. That's 99% of real, hey. real estate investors. <laughs> My timeline gets hit with people that have experienced this. Mm. All right, so... This is why I could only come from the angle of what happened to me. Yeah. So now when you ask me about did I be, was I mentored, I wasn't technically mentored by somebody that's on the level of what I'm doing today or what you guys are doing today. I went to the subject matter experts as a, as a uh, wet behind the ears young man trying to enter into this business. Mm. And now you're telling me I got a 700 credit score. This is a good multifamily you should buy. And this is why. Wow. Then the lender says, no problem. I got you qualified for it. I can afford this? Yeah. Wow. You're telling me, Mr. Miss uh, uh, Mortgage Lender, I could afford this? Yeah, we did all of the numbers. Your DTI came into place. And this is your mortgage. You can do this. Wow. They just, they just want the check. It didn't sit right with me. Right. Mm. When those were happening. So it's no different than people that go to the car dealership to go Same buy a car. Thing. You know you can't afford that. Qualifications and affordability is two different things. Wow. Right? So those are what happened to me. So then now you imagine now after acquiring the properties, I'm depending on a contractor. Every contractor walks in your house with a smile. Fact. They know they're about to get you. They can Every smell you. Every contractor walks yeah. in your house <laughs> and they are better than the other person that came in Facts. To give you a quote. And they can point out all their mistakes. All their flaws. Every, all of their flaws. <laughs> I'm the only one that's experienced that. Everybody. So then now, as a young man, I'm dependent on this licensed contractor that told me that the cost of this repair is going to be X, Y, Z. Only midway through, after I paid you, you changed the numbers on me. I'm the only one that gone through that? No, wow. sir. Okay. So to everybody, when I tell you all, I understand. Got me? Yeah, 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 So yeah. my goal is to empower you. Not to make you a scumbag. Mm. I'm not here. My contractors that work for me, I'll get them on, 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 on any podcast or on a phone call. They're in love with me. Mm. I chase them to pay them. Mm. They don't mm. have to look for me. Yeah. Not yeah, only I yeah. chase them to pay them, they're all licensed. 
and I have some handyman too. I'll be yeah. transparent. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, 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 no doubt. I pay them handsomely. Yeah. Why do I pay them handsomely? Because they help me to make a whole lot of money. Facts. So everybody the, making money. Everybody making money around me. My realtors all love me because they make money with me coming and going, coming in the acquisition. And it's, if I'm flipping it, they know they're getting it on the back end to sell it. Mm. You get what I'm saying? My other realtors, if they're going to be buying whole, they already know. Oh, shoot. If I present this to Web, he's buying it. Right. So you're not wasting your time. Fact. So we're not here to be scumbags. We're not here to rob nobody. We're here to do good business. No I got doubt. a question for both of y'all. How do y'all think we can stop or help our people from stop getting finessed by the realtors, stop getting finessed by the mortgage lenders? How can we You want to answer that? Yeah. You want to answer What's that? What's your thoughts? Yeah. My thoughts? Yeah. That's the education. So education is key. That's the number one. But, okay, since we're talking about education, being that, who do you trust to educate to educate when they got, finesses yeah. on all the blocks? And scammers. You got the realtor finesse. You got the mortgage lender finesse. You got the real estate investor. You got the finesse. real estate investor finesse. You got you got <laughs> the educator finesse. It's a scary. It's scary. You got right? the well, social no, no, no. media fact, finesse. I take that back. I take that back. It's not an educator. It's really it? a marketer. A marketer. Yeah. It's scary, right? They got the marketers. You got real marketers who, who who marketing yeah. real estate. Don't want to. They don't, don't own no real estate. Right. Ain't done no well, deals. Could you say that again, please? <laughs> marketers talking real estate that don't own no deals. That's don't the majority. Do no deals. That's so the majority they, of the people that speak. They don't own no real estate. Nothing. You got people that have done an AA transaction. Mm. One. One. One transaction. And teaching the game. And teaching the game. So how we feel about the people that? Share things on Instagram from five, six years ago. Well, listen, five. Well, listen, <laughs> <laughs> that shit is out of date. Yeah, the market has changed, and, and there's nothing wrong because I'll show properties that I own. But that you're I still doing it now. I, I yeah. am. I'm still That's doing. I'm still doing different. it now, but I'm active. Right. So even we talking if about I'm the people talking from... about. Oh yeah, forget about it. You see them all the time. You don't, you, if you, listen, I, I'm only here about real estate. I don't know nothing about crypto. I don't know nothing about <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Bitcoin or none of that real estate. Yo, my man, on my way coming here, yeah. I go, I leave New York to come here. Then my team know I'm not here. And they now all of a sudden they're calling me like they don't know what we're supposed to be doing. I'm getting inundated with calls with either tenant issues potentially or whatever construction work that they're doing. Yeah. How is it that you out here investing in real estate and you never see no real estate? You never see no real estate. That's crazy. You never see you having a dilemma with a construction project not going through in the manner that you expected, which because the majority of the time that's going to happen. Right. Or you're not talking about the fact that you have a tenant that had to boo-hoo call you that they couldn't afford to pay this month. Yeah. And how you addressed it. Everybody, right. everybody's winning at all times except me. Nah. I'm the only one. I've had people message me and say, damn, bro, maybe this business ain't for you, man, because you be just showing L's. Well, wow, that's real. This is real business. This is real business. <laughs> yeah. And I have the people messaging me, um, 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 you you taking too many L's. If you doing this business to scale. At a high level. To a high level. It is impossible, impossible that you're not going through 
issues, you're not taking losses during the course of the year. No doubt. Impossible. You got some type of issues. Okay, so we've been making money in this business long before social media gave us a name. Mm. Yeah. Social media happens to die. Don't forget what happened with MySpace. What you think? There's not going to be somebody else that's trying to come after the head of Instagram? No doubt. Or whomever else? So, with or without this, we're going to get, we're going to, because this is what we do. No doubt. But we got a, this is a beautiful platform to be able to share it with the masses and to assist with the masses. So, so let's talk about that. You decided to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. Most, Most people ain't marketers sharing it. don't share. Matter of fact, but maybe, maybe, just maybe, they're not sharing it because they don't have that experience. They don't have the losses to show. <laughs> Because they, they don't, don't have the they don't yeah. have the wins or the losses. But a lot of people don't even show that they're actually doing the business. Why is that? Because they ain't doing the business. So let's talk about that. A lot of people don't have testimonials of people actually having success. They just talk about themselves. What do you think about that particular space where we are, right? Because at the end of the day, if we're truly committed to seeing the people be liberated, if we're truly committed to that. Where is our responsibility as the people who are really doing the business to call out the people who may not be doing the business? Or is do you see a responsibility there? What's, what's your take on that? My take on it, man, is my, I'm not here to give no the, the world a, a world star hip-hop moment. Mm. Okay. Because that's what the people are looking for. Got you. So when people are in my timelines or your timelines or when you guys doing your clubhouse and they say, call them out. No, why don't you call them out? Yeah. Because you know exactly who they are. Facts. So why don't you ah. call them out? So here's the reason why I you will never catch me calling said person out. I did no business with him or her. Right. I wasn't robbed. Yeah. Now, what happens is that people don't understand. We talk about y'all too. Just like y'all talk about us. Mm. So when we're in a circle amongst people that are playing the game, in real life, yeah. yeah, we tapping each other's shoulders and saying, yo, did you see what Joe Blow? That's a fact. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. And here's the reason why. The story and the chronological order of things that was presented to you with the nice glitz and glamours and the beautiful words and the, 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 the right triggering word highlighted in a specific color, where does that work at? That's a fact. We already know it don't work. That's straight, straight bullshit. <laughs> okay, so so now what happens is people run to that. So then what happens is after you They'll don't be have a good experience. Correct. Right. When you don't have a good experience because of that, you double back to come back to the likes of us, but then you want us to jump through more hoops. To fix you, that. To fix that. Wow. I'm not doing that. Wow. I'm not doing that. So... So whose fault is it? Whose fault is it? Is the, I, I think it's... I think it's... Because, 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 think it's, because it, the consumer is always going to go to the shiny object. But as a they consumer... They're going to ignore you and tell you in your DMs, hey, bro, why are you showing too many L's? Oh, I, but yeah, you got to... And, and, and how about this, too? How about you showing too many L's, but then all of a sudden when you're showing good, they said, why would you record something like that? If you really wanted to do good, why would you record it? Mm. You see the contradiction? It's always a problem with everything. No matter what, see, I had, a, I have, I, I bless my tenants, man. 
I mean, I look out for my tenants. Yeah, yeah I seen that video with yeah. the tenant. Uh, she couldn't pay yeah. it, and you put, got a hotel. Correct, and I didn't do that for her. I've done it for multiple tenants. So, so what's the reason of doing something like that? Because most people wouldn't bless somebody that's not blessing them. First you know, a of, lot of people not give us; they just clear. take us. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not holier than thou. Right. It was a business move. Why I did that? Okay. No because doubt. I needed her out of my apartment. You haven't right. paying no rent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. So let's be. Let people don't understand that I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, um. You know, the Pope or something like that. Yeah, so you yeah, basically yeah, yeah. did like a cash for keys, but just in yeah, a different I, type I did, of way. Yeah, I did a cash for keys technically, but at the same time too, I have a heart. Yeah. I had I have the financial ability to do something. Yeah. So I, it was in my heart to do it. Gotcha. When I recorded it, I recorded it because there was legal action because what people didn't see in the video was that the the uh, marshals was outside with the moving company to put her out in the street. Oh, wow. they didn't see that in the video. Gotcha. So I recorded it, and I I did it against my advisory of my attorney. Mm. All right, but I recorded it so that I could show what happened in case she doubled back and said something else. Gotcha. Mm. But then I and then if you notice, I didn't record her face, mm -hmm. and any parts that was recorded with her face was de Blurred. deleted out, so that I did I didn't have that, and I put it out. Yeah. I didn't expect it to go viral like that. It was being talked about. Everywhere, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's what that that that's how that played. That's how that played out. But here's the thing: why shouldn't you record something positive? Straight up, yeah. The logic and of it's saying, a negative world the, too. Lo the, lo the logic of saying recording something positive should be should be done in hiding, but record something negative and put it and blast it out to the world. The logic of it makes absolutely no sense. Right. You understand? So. That, but I put people it out. People love of, negative shit, though. Absolutely. They love it. They, so, so that's why going back to me, us calling people out, you will have quadruple the amount of people on your live watching, so they can see two men, two women, men and women attacking each other. Wow. I'm not doing that. So you think it's more people want people to call it out for the attack, for the theater, for, for, the, entertainment. for the entertainment, absolutely. but it has no real value. Absolutely. Right. So here's the thing: they ain't gonna buy the shit anyway. Now, yeah. for those that are doing it. My hat that are calling people, my hat's off to you. Yeah. It's a lot of respect because you are putting yourself in uh, so, um, so circumstances, yeah. right? You potentially could be closing doors. So for the ones that have the heart to do so, my hat's off to you. I'm not. You're not the one. Though. I'm not. That's not the lane that I'm in. That's not what gotcha. I'm doing. So speaking of that, we had a conversation yeah. about scammers on Clubhouse. Correct. And so it was, I feel like it was overall, it was a fruitful conversation because we were able to expose some things. Mm -hmm. But also in that conversation, it was a lot of emotionalism. Right. It was a lot, of, it was a lot of people making claims with no facts. It was a lot of people, you know, dropping information that didn't have real receipts, mm -hmm. but it was just, this person's a bad person. And this person's this, this. And I heard, I heard this and I right, heard that. Right. Both we need sides, to, it's like, yo. It's bullshit. Like, if you didn't have the experience with that cat, how could even, you speak on you it? You shouldn't even be speaking on it. So, bro, because I feel like, this, this is my issue. I feel like we had a precipice of black folks are just people who are from the, you know, who 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 struggling trying to make a better way for themselves. Right. Are trying to learn, trying to grow. That's fair. We also have people who have made it, who need to be reaching out and teaching people to people like Welby, right? Who really do the business. Mm -hmm. But he 
just told us that him and his twin brother was was he afraid to come, you know, and, and put the information out there. Right. And in the middle of Welby and the people, we got marketers who stepping up in the space and who are filling the space and acting as if they're Welby to so educate the people. Yeah, they and they don't have the education. They don't have the experience. But they got the outreach. But to they the got people. the outreach of the people. How are we going wrong in this mix from your perspective? Well, and, and what 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 how are we going wrong is because we 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 go in at people that are desperate. Okay. People that live with their back against the wall. So we're targeting the desperate folks. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Mm. So you were just so ready to make a move, you just went and Listen, man, I'm a, I'm a, wow. I'm a, I've always been at, had aspiration. I don't know too many people that you guys encounter that comes to your clubhouse, that comes to uh, your, your meetups, whatever it is, that doesn't aspire. Yeah. Maybe they're they're not they they're they're living in a fantasy world of what they're expecting, mm -hmm. but they have aspirations. No doubt. But then they also understand that out of the percentage of the people that's gonna come and encounter you, the majority of them are gonna be bullshit. They facts. ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, that's a so fact. So you gotta weed those people out to get to the point of the ones that will be will be prepared to spend the money. I always tell everybody, everybody got the money. Everybody got the money to invest. Everybody got the money to buy real estate. It's what you choose to do with the money. Mm. Everybody got it. So now what happens is most people don't want to put the work in. So what? I was that guy. Got you. I expected a microwavable outcome. So how did you recognize that in yourself? After getting wiped out three times. Mm. I got, it took me getting wiped out in this business three times to zero. I got a question about that. You getting wiped out three times. What did that do to like your mental? Are you I was, depressed. I was, I was depressed. I felt less of a man. I had suicidal thoughts. Wow! Wow! Right? I felt like a failure. And I, I looked, I looked the part. I looked the part you with was people. Tore up. I was tore up, and I, I looked the part in terms of materialistically. I looked the part too. Wow! The car was nice. The place that we lived was respectable. I never, I never borrowed no money from nobody or asked anybody for anything like that. Yeah. But I was, I was living hand to mouth. Wow. You understand? So I'm trying to figure things out. So when I'm trying to figure things out, it's just like every person. It's already been proven, including today, in 2022, 2023. You have people that are not qualified, even though on paper you are to buy real estate, is buying real estate. Right. right? Mm. So buying real estate is already proven. When I tell you people, anybody want to buy real estate, if you really want to put your mind to it, you can get real estate. The problem is that people are just happy to, to be buy invited to the party. Yeah. The deal is terrible. That's it. They're just excited that they mm. got invited to the party. Mm -hmm. And it's after the fact they're going to try and figure it out. Mm -hmm. So when I got into the game the same way, I got, I was happy to get invited to the party. I was happy to tap my people's shoulder, and I said, I'm a man now because I own real estate. The property was never making no money. Wow. Terrible I deal. overpaid. Terrible deal. Terrible, <laughs> terrible deal. Even though I couldn't put my finger on it because I wasn't intelligent enough to articulate what the issue was, I knew the deal wasn't right. But I bought it anyways. Why did I buy it anyways? Just like the people said <laughs> that that would never happen to them. Yeah. Because the people around me, mm. the subject matter experts... The licensed people told me it was a good deal. So I bought it. And that's so, what the majority of people do. Everybody. 
you peep, I'm, people get pissed off with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The COVID buyers, the majority of you are going to realize you got a horrendous deal. Whoa. Oh, what? So we got hold on. Wait, 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 one second. Well, I don't want to make it sound, seem like I'm just speaking. Yeah. If you guys agree or disagree with me, let me know. I 100% agree. I agree. Let's talk about it. So why do we feel they got horrible deals that people bought in the last two and a half years? You asking three me? Years, last three years. You yeah. asking me? Yeah. Because they weren't sold a house. Mm -hmm. They were sold an interest rate. Break that down. Don't you, know, don't you notice the conversations of people today? Yeah. Listen to how they talk. They don't even say, oh, man, I just bought me a house. And, you know, you 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 bragging about the house. They lead with, I bought me a house and I, for, I got a 2%. 2 interest rate. That's wow. what they lead with. That's what mm -hmm. they lead with. But they overpaid for the house. And then they overpaid for the house. <laughs> Listen, my, I cannot Damn. tell you. I tell everybody, you need to tap in with people that you can really trust, that really want to pour into you before you recklessly spend. Because mm. I can't tell you how many people that come to my mentorships, that come to my men that, that are my mentees, that come to my consults, that come in after the fact. It's too late. You you won't you spent the seven hundred thousand, but you didn't want to spend the seven hundred dollars or the five thousand. You didn't see the value in that, but you saw the value in spending seven hundred thousand dollars. I can't tell you it's countless people. Cause they can't. They're looking at the payment. That's it. It's just like car dealerships. That's same it. Thing. So they paying. Let's just say they paid seven hundred thousand for a house three years ago. That same house maybe only worth six twenty right now. Thank you. Damn. Thank and if they try to sell it, they, they can't. They can't. Cause they upside down. So now upside I, down. I hope I hope that when I said to people, I had another video that went viral and I said everybody with your two percent interest rate, the majority of you are now stuck. Congratulations. You got to sell it subject to. <laughs> subject to. And you got to keep your name on that paper. Thank you. Facts. Because. And then I got, you know what? Instead of people, don't, however, however way the video was displayed to get people to view it, listen to what was being said. Mm. Here's the thing. In real estate, the whole conversation is about math. Yeah. Here's the reason why you got people that are foreigners that could come to this country blow and up. blow right past you. Here's the number one reason why for everybody. Let's talk, Let's about, talk about that. Yeah. The oh number my God. one language, the universal language of the world is math. Mm. Go to China, go to Japan, go to England, go to Everywhere. Canada. If you ask the person anywhere, including the jungles, how much is one in one? It's two. Everybody. Facts. So that's why foreigners could come to this country and they do the math. And they know that if I do this, 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 I can do that. Mm. Right? People are skipping the process, skipping the math. Why do you think that is? Because they don't they want the end result. Mm. They don't want to do the work. They want to be flashy. They don't want to do the work because if you understood, the reason why the market is crazy right now. Is the consumer's fault. Mm. It's not the economy's fault. It's the consumer's fault. Reason being, if you were to try and sell a house, I got an apartment. Let me make it as an example, real rental. And I, 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 I get top market rent for my apartments. No doubt. And I said, you know what, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna rent this out for two hundred dollars more. Nobody was biting. Straight up. Nobody was biting. So you know what the market told me? 
It will be, man. Bring that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> the moment I brought it down, call. A lot of applications. So now, everybody, when people are saying, no, I got to buy it because it's, it's going crazy, you're the one causing it to go crazy. You're the crazy one. You're the crazy one. The interest rate is just the interest rate. So whatever you've got it for, 2%, Interest rate on a seven hundred thousand or two percent interest rate on a two hundred thousand. The interest rate is the interest rate. Straight up. So if you understood how to calculate a deal, break down the deal, irregardless of how much you want it, you wouldn't have bought it. Mm. You understand? So the consumers, I know. I'm sorry, it's your fault. So, so interest rates don't even matter, really. Listen, I say it all the time. <laughs> Who cares about your interest rate? I don't. The do interest you? rate yeah, does not matter. The deal got to make sense. Thank you. The now, cash flow got to make sense. The purchase price got to make now, sense. Now, for those that's going to be smart asses, that are going to say, I, I don't care, of course, the interest rate plays a part. Yeah, it plays a part. The deal is not a make or break because of. Mm. It plays a part. So the overall deal, if the overall deal makes sense based off the interest rate solely, then the majority of the deals are no good. It's not good. Because I'm buying properties at a higher interest rate than what the average people are buying for today. And the deal is killer. We can talk the numbers if, you, if we want to talk later on about it. So who cares about the interest rates with that? But here's what happens. People are blocking their blessings. Mm. Reason why they're blocking their blessings is because they focused on the interest rate. So you can have an amazing deal right in front of you with a 7%, 8%, 10% interest rate. You mm. run away from the deal. And you will you run away it. from the deal because you say, damn, That's I'm going to wait for the interest rate to go down to 3 4 <laughs> Wow. May that happen. All the time. And then when that happens, what's to say that the price ain't going to go The price going to be high. Thank you. So and that's so that's why it took me a minute through my L's, through my losses to realize who cares about the interest rate. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Because you talked about... You had you got wiped out yep. three times. Absolutely. So you didn't have a mentor at that time. I never had. I've never had a mentor. Do you feel day. like that could have been a problem? That I didn't have a mentor. Yeah. If I had somebody solid, I'd be. I'm, my net worth would be quadruple what I'm at today. So, mm. three times wiped out. You come back. What are you doing now? Tonight get wiped out again. Tonight get wiped out again. So what did you learn in those three times that transitioned you into the person you are now where you it's it's a dub after a dub after a dub? My number one thing is is betting on me. Mm. It's my number one thing, betting on me. So the other times the, the other times it was with other people. Just like what's happening today. That's why I say that everything that's occurring today is a repeat of what happened in 2004 when I got wiped out. Mm. So when you, I look back, what was the root cause of me losing was that I depended solely on what others presented to me, mm. ignorantly. Mm. I, I took all the responsibility, I took all the risk, and everybody at that table benefited from it. Straight up. Right? Wow. Handsome. So what happened was I had to have a real conversation with myself. Real conversation with myself tear-jerking conversation with myself. And I had to look back, and I'm like, you know what? I'm lying. I, I tell a story. I say all the time. I'm at home mm -hmm. with my family, and I had family members by. Mm -hmm. And life 
Just hit, me. hit the table too much too. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you good. Life started hitting me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I wanted to cry. I felt like I had to just let it go. Yeah. But as men, you don't want to. Nah, no doubt. So I had, so Sometimes you got to, though. I'm like, hey, excuse me, I got to go to the bathroom. So I left, went to my bedroom, which had the bathroom, and it locked my main door, then locked my bathroom door. And it just let, it, let it out. So I started crying, 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 crying. As I'm crying, I'm talking to myself to look at, in the mirror and look at myself. And I couldn't do it. And I'm fighting myself to pick myself up wow. and look in the mirror. So as I'm picking myself up and looking in the mirror, now I could see me. Mm. When I saw me, Deep. I said, man, I wiped my tears. And I said, listen, bro, you want to lie to everybody around you. You want to lie to the world because that's what you need to keep moving forward. Do that. But don't lie to yourself. Wow. I wiped my tears put lotion on, and that day I said, I'm going to get to it. I walked back in, nobody knew nothing. That was something that had to happen between me and God. Yeah. I was lying to myself the whole time, and guess what? Byron, if I would have met you, I would have met you during those periods of time, and you would have gave me a play and said, bro, you got how much you got in terms of credit, in terms of cash, in terms of resources to get the money? Give me $50,000, I'm going to get you back X amount. Bam, I'm going to give it to you. Mm. Without even a question, but I'm going to give it to you. But if an opportunity came and said, hey, Welby, you need to, and you need to, and it's going to cost you 50, I'd find every excuse not to do it. Mm. I you, would didn't wanna, never, you didn't want to do the work. I didn't want to do the work. I didn't want to bet on me. Mm. So the last go round of my third being wiped out, I was left with losing 60000 mm. but I was left with 90000 I took that $90,000. I had a conversation with my father when I came back. My parents have been watching me during that period of time of 10, 11 years, getting his ass beat, getting his ass beat. But I looked apart. Yeah. Driving a nice car, right. you know. Uh, all of the things. All of those things. Looked like you got it, but you looked really Looked like losing. I got yeah. it. Yeah. So what did I do? I said, um, my father asked me, Welby, so what's going on? How's that project going? And I told my father, yo, dad, I got wiped out. Again, so my father says to me in Creole, but he was saying to me in Creole, are you done with this? You done, right? I said, nah, Pops, I got it. I know what to do now. Wow. So I took that $90,000 and I turned that $90,000 into a multi-million dollar portfolio today. Wow. And how long ago was that? Uh, where we at? 13? 2013, 14, so 10 years. Somewhere around that area. So, what what was, do, have I taken losses? Yeah. But overall, you winning. Overall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just showed a video last week or two weeks ago, I lost $25,000. Wow. But that's the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the game. And I intentionally lost the $25,000. Let's talk about that. Nobody want to lose. Nobody want to lose. Sometime in business, it's better to take an L. Or take a loss to move forward. To move forward. Right. So in that deal, I had so much of my money involved in it. Plus, I had hard money in it. Yeah. It made more sense for me to take the twenty-five thousand dollar loss intentionally to get back, get back all the money, pay back the hard money because your business partners, i.e., the hard money lenders, for example, you have to take care of them. No yes. doubt. To they keep cannot going. know the pain you're going through. Nah. Because you, you don't need the, them again. You gotta take the L. So I took care of them. 
but I had I had a nice stash left. I took that and I invested in another situation. <laughs> when I invested in another situation, it yielded me in net profit over one hundred and forty thousand dollars. Whoa. Off the 25K loan. Get what I'm saying? Yo, it's Monopoly. Yes, what I'm saying. So, but now you want to keep putting in that work that you have that cushion to be able to. No doubt. I have right now in apartments, bro, I have a ton of apartments that are vacant mm-hmm. purposely and are fully renovated. Why? Thank God I can because the properties cash flow well. And then now I can be more intentional on the With level the of tenants that I get. No you don't doubt. want any tenants. You don't want there. no anybody. No. <laughs> so later, I got a six-unit building. It's only two apartments been rented. It's been, been like that for seven months because the, the pool of tenants that have been coming through, I'm not feeling Low them. quality. It's going to cost you more money anyway. It's going to cost in. you more money. But more, I didn't understand that then. Mm. You accepted the first you, person with the voucher? Whoever comes in, they got the cash. They Let's go. Got, yes. And Two then, months later is the headache. There you go. Let <laughs> alone, let alone if you have a tenant that's a problematic tenant, you're afraid to confront them. And I'm not talking about confronting them on some street shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're afraid. Right. Business-wise, because you're afraid. What if they don't pay? Now I gotta carry this. They ain't gonna pay anyway. When you start to understand how to approach this business right, no tenant runs shit. Straight up. No tenant. <laughs> a word. You got a dog and you weren't supposed to. Listen, I'm giving you 10 days. That dog got to be out of here or you out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wait a minute. You moved in your, your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Yeah. You're, listen, you want... You they want, can stay. They got to pay. You got to pay. <laughs> but I didn't understand that then. Wow. I didn't understand that then. So I'm here for the empowerment of the investor. I'm here for the empowerment of the qualified buyer. Wow. I want to say something to people, everybody. Everybody got to pick a side. Mm. You either a retail buyer or you an investor. You could be some people could be smart enough to be both. Yeah. But the majority of people, especially at the very beginning, pick a side. Straight up. People don't know how to pick a side because they're not educated enough. Mm. They have a they have a um um assumption. Mm-hmm. So you assume because you're a retail buyer, you bought that three family or that two family or that four family. Oh, you're gonna live on one side. You're gonna you're gonna live rent free. It was a good deal. Or you're gonna be a, a, a investor, mm-hmm. and then you bought that property for a certain price, and then you wonder why you're not cash flowing. Mm. So pick a side because investors don't pay retail. Not at all. There's a reason why investors don't pay retail because we have to factor in within the purchase of what we bought what it's going to take for us to level this property up and then be compensated for it. Retail buyer, if you want to be a retail buyer, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. You and your husband or your wife want to get your your forever home for you and the kids. It's costing a million. It's worth a million. You guys are affluently employed and you're okay with that? Buy it. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. But you have them trying to mix the two and then saying, well, you know, I bought the million dollar house and the person told me that my property's going to be worth uh, a million one in the next year. That only started happening during COVID. Mm, poorly educated. That's the only thing that, 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 that time that it happens. And then if you do understand, even if it did run up to 100,000, cool, what are you going to do? You're going to refi? You barely was able to be qualified to buy it in the first place. So if you refi, that's what happens. Your mortgage is going to go up. When your mortgage go up, you barely can afford it now. But guess what? You cashed out some bread. What are you going to do with that bread? You're going to use that bread as they taught you to go buy something else. Now, guess what you just did? You Cause bought another two properties. <laughs> now you got two properties over leveraged. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So this is what this is what me, you, 
and a, a handful of brothers and sisters we fighting against. So I hope interest rates go up to 10%. Oh, wow. Why you say that? Because it's... It, it's going to wipe some people out. We, it, it has to happen. Let's talk about that. Why do you want the interest rates to go up? Because it's going to calm this market down. Maybe I'm being extreme saying 10%. Maybe I am being already at seven. Right? But why 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 but it's not impossible? Because when I first started, my interest rates were 13%. So I would say if it do go up, it's gonna wipe out a lot of people. No doubt. Because a lot of people look at, oh, interest rates high. I'm gonna just wait till it go down. Thank yeah, you. yeah. But us as real real estate investors, the interest rates don't matter because we buy prices so low. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. No, just, you gotta buy it. Thank yeah. You. The, the, the so, interest rate reflect the price. Thank you. It's going to have real, real real estate investors only because we're not a play in any market. And people got upset when I said that. And I wasn't throwing it at the retail buyer. You retail buyers, it's going to help you too. But when you don't understand that, you thinking that we're saying it goes up to that because we want to push you all out of the game and we can eat it all up. No, it benefits us too and it benefits you. No doubt. Because we need to, the market needs to pull back. Mm -hmm. This artificial appreciation is not sustainable. It's too high. It's too, too high. high. Yeah. So we got to do something to pull it back. Right. So um, that's why I say what I say about that. And if people would just simply do the math, they'll they'll understand that the reason why I'm saying that is not greed. It it it, it this is what would help to pull pull back the market, bring prices to come too down high. to make it more affordable. I got a question, man. So you do rentals? You do single family, multifamily, or just straight multifamily? Re rentals, it has to be three units or more for me. So for why, me. why is that? Well, th this, this is how it works good for me in my market. Yeah, you're in, you're in a crazy market. Well, I, I could do that over here, too. Yeah. Give me give me, give me, me a couple of months to do some recon work. I'm going to do that over here, so too. What's wrong with the single family? It's just for me and my business model. I don't want to rent a single family because you have all your eggs in one basket in terms of that asset. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's the reason why now you have areas in this country that they don't have the ability, they don't have an abundance of multi-family. Multi right. So yeah. I understand. So then obviously you have people that are buying single family homes and they're killing it. So right. do that, but do it right. Right. But with, for those that are in areas that have multifamily properties, for me, I just find that if I could get a single family or a duplex, I'm flipping the property. If it's a three unit or more, I'm keep keeping it. it. Mm. So then I use the flips of, of the properties as a way of injecting money with, into my business so that my business could keep performing. So I like that. which one you like better, flipping or rentals? I love them both, but... Uh, so they work hand in hand, though? Yes, but what happens is if you... I don't want to say follow my process, but if you follow <laughs> yeah, my process, yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll get to a point that if I never flip another property today, you good. I'll be able to keep buying rentals because the cash flow is Heavy. extensive and my overhead is low. Mm. So I've always kept my overhead low. My living expenses, if I told you guys, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here. My Let's living expenses. Yeah, you're Connecticut. Well, I live in New well, York. You live in New York. I live in yeah. New York. I have properties in New York too, but my portfolio is in Connecticut. But for those people that are gonna say about Connecticut, fuck Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> With love, no disrespect. I love Connecticut. The yeah. reason why I said that is that that's why people be always hitting you up, me up, you up. Hey, what market do you think I should invest in? Every market is good. You gotta know how to work the market. Strategy. Strategy. Pick the market. 
do your recon work. You might realize that's a market you shouldn't be in. Pivot and go elsewhere. What's some key indicators you look for to like know if that's a good market or a bad market? Listen, I'm in my, I'm in I'm in I'm in Connecticut, so I, I talk I, I talk extensive on that. If we're talking about rentals, if we're talking about rentals, it all depends on um uh, um acquisition to cat you know to to acquisition cost to whatever you're gonna do to rehab in it if you need to. So what will your expenses be when you deduct all the expenses? New York is extremely difficult to cash flow. Mm. New York is predominantly appreciation an, an appreciation much. play. Gotcha. I don't want to play the appreciation play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like playing the forced appreciation play. Mm. So I I, I have work. Correct. So I so I don't I don't I don't really buy it in New York much anymore. But I got friends of mine that killing it, but they've been in it so long and they're in at a certain point that they it, they can keep the machine going. Yeah. Right. But for for me where I'm at is uh um um I'm buying a single or a duplex is because I don't like the level of the cash flow. And here's the reason why. When people understand the math, an additional twenty to thirty thousand dollar mortgage. I'm sorry, brother. An additional <laughs> twenty I talk with my hands. Nah, nah, um, an additional twenty to thirty thousand dollar purchase price on a mortgage equates to With three hundred? I don't know, two uh, about two hundred dollars. No, I don't even think it's that much. An additional thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So now think about this. Most people will just solely focus on the purchase price instead of focusing on the deal. Mm. So now, let's say we have a duplex or a single unit. Let's say I'm just giving up quick numbers. I can get a single family for two hundred thousand. At two hundred thousand, I do twenty percent, twenty five percent down. I don't mm-hmm. focus on and, and depend on uh, on FHA or uh, these other programs. I'm not knocking people that do it. We can talk about that too. I'm not knocking people that do it. Because, but I think that people have to be careful, especially in our community, because we block our blessings when we focus solely on utilizing these types of programs. Mm. So as now, an investor, you shouldn't be looking at that yeah, anyway. Exactly. So now, for, let's say I bought a property for two hundred thousand, and I put twenty five percent down. So that's fifty thousand. Um, let's say the mortgage. I'm just throwing up a number again, once again. Let's just say the mortgage on it is fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. How much can I rent this place out for? Uh, uh eighteen hundred dollars. That means just being raw numbers, I'm doing three hundred dollars a month. So mm. I bought it for two hundred thousand. How can, much can I buy a duplex for in that same area? I could get it for maybe two twenty. Mm. At two twenty, the mortgage now is going to go from fifteen hundred to eighteen hundred. But now I got two apartments, fifteen, fifteen. Now I'm at three thousand mm. dollars. But that, that's the matter. Yeah, three thousand. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Fifteen hundred. Yeah. Okay. So now that additional three hundred dollar increase was absorbed. In the second apartment, and then the rest of it is pure profit. Mm. So now go to the third. The third, I would be spending maybe an additional fifty, sixty thousand, and now I got me a three unit. Mm. At a three unit, how much was that? That would be six hundred, six hundred, seven hundred additional. But now I'm making almost twenty two hundred, if I can't, can't think off the top of my head, and net profit in addition to what you were already making. So you look at it, you pay strictly a little bit math. more. It's all. You get more cash. So you talked about your living expenses. Yeah. Since we're on the topic of math. <laughs> because here's the thing, though. Now, real talk. A lot of people think, right? Because, you know, I'm sure you're probably well into the seven figures in terms of net worth. But living expenses. What are those living expenses like? My living expenses for me personally, mm-hmm. well be broke. I'm well broke in the sense of what my business is doing. No doubt. Right? So personally wise, 
I live in a nice house, mm -hmm. in a nice area. Mm -hmm. I never felt the need to, because I leveled up, let me go and get me a mansion. Yeah. And 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 live, you know, in rooms. I'm in my house, I'm in a four bedroom, three bath house, and I, I don't I haven't been in the basement in forever. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. I haven't been in the basement in forever. I haven't used the eyes of the other room in forever. So I, I, I kept that. Um so the, my mortgage payment on that property is twenty six hundred dollars a month. And it's been like that forever. Mm. What aside from that, my expenses and everything, I don't know, let's say my expenses and everything of just well beast five thousand a month. Wow. That's including the mortgage. My mortgage, that ain't bad. Um, my yeah, utilities. That ain't bad at all, especially my, from New York. Yeah. Because because we because we don't we didn't uh, um wait to buy real estate. We bought real estate and, and waited. waited. Mm. So I bought it, I bought it then, and then when I bought it then, I bought it then with an investor mindset, and even though it was going to be my long-term home. Mm. So now my business has done, has grown, yeah. but I kept my expenses the, with same. the, way, the same with, with, with the way my lifestyle, with, with, you know, with, with the way my lifestyle already was. Do I, did, did I, did I buy myself some things? Uh, to reward myself, yeah, I bought the Ferrari. I, I, I still have that. I bought the, the, you know, the six-figure other. I got a bunch of cars, but <laughs> my expenses stay the same. But when I bought those cars, I said, let me buy that property, and that property's gonna pay for that car for me and give me a surplus. So the assets, so the pay assets for the liabilities. For the liabilities. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you don't believe in? I got a new house. No, like for the people that have jobs, I got a raise in my job. Let me go buy another car. Um, not that I don't think at that moment you should. I understand the feeling and the feeling. That's good what our people do. Yeah, I understand the feeling and and all, but I think that uh um if if we could be patient, the the delayed gratification would be huge. We need to learn that. Yeah, I think I think that 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 would be huge, and that was part of why I I missed out because I had an opportunity to buy a brownstone in Brooklyn, um um years ago, mm. and I just need to come to the table with thirty thousand dollars. And I would have got it. The bill, and I decided not to buy it, and I decided to buy a Lexus wow. for $33,000. <laughs> and then I borrowed the other $3,000 for my mother. <laughs> so you really took a big L because the Lexus go down in the value, Lexus and that brownstone gone, probably worth about two and a half million today. Right? Wow. So I didn't, I didn't understand. With I didn't the same $30,000. With the same $30,000. So we just got people, we got to get people to understand that if you buy assets, it goes up in value. You yeah. buy. Bullshit, it goes pointless. Absolutely. But we care about showing people what we look like instead of actually having Absolutely. And then you let the assets, what's happened now, I call it feeding the monster. So with, I, I flip houses still, but it's not dependent just on that. So then what happened is the, 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 the rental business started generating so much money, my expenses personally remain the same. I, have, I take care of the people that work for me, but they're not salaried. They mm. they 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 work they're paid based off of jobs gotcha. that I have. So my job is to keep them busy by getting more jobs. But if the job slows up, my expenses stop slow down. Exactly. Down because I'm not. So how do you set that up? Like who who all do you have working with you, and how did how did you set that up? Well, the, the person that have, that works predominantly with me um, is my brother Jeff. He's a, a a good friend of mine, and um he used to work in the city of New York, and that's how I got into Connecticut. Mm. And he's the one that said, why don't you, would you ever think of coming to Connecticut? And I've never been living in New York all my life. I've never been to Connecticut. And I decided I'm going to go do some recon work and go check and do my homework. 
No doubt. And I went out there. He introduced me to like like just regular realtors and stuff. But I had the understanding. Yeah. So we went, and from there, um, he was him and his father was working for me, and I would get the properties at the right price, and they would do the work for me. And then it got to a point that it was so busy, and he didn't want to work any longer in New York. He was like, "Well, do you think that you can keep me busy where I don't have to work anymore for anyone else?" Mm. So it's been eight years now, and I hope you don't get mad. Just last year alone, I paid him at least a half a million dollars. So how does that payment work? Do y'all have like a, a base day rate or? I just I just pay him with the jobs. Of course, that is, it goes by job. But he's the thing is just crazy. I just. Right now, with, with 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 the work and all that, he has enough work with me till next year. So he's good. Wow. So it's just work. He's just he's just working. I got a bunch of apartments that tenants either move, are moving out, and I just and now I, I didn't move, I didn't I didn't do anything to those apartments at the initial purchase. Now they're moving out. So look, now I have I think I got a tenant moved out yesterday. I have at least four or five apartments that got to get fully renovated. So that's. Oh, that's a a minute. Well, him and the team, but all him. Then, of course, I got roof work. And then I got, so it's always, so it's just, then if I I pick up another flip, hey, so. You got work work. Just working. But then what I did do with him also was to help him to get in the game so that now he's cash flowing with property. So if I slow up or when I slow up, because it's going to happen at times, he's still going to be eating. So So I got a question, man, because myself, Byron, we find our deals different from you. Yeah. We do a lot of off-market, direct-to-seller marketing. How are you getting your deals? 80, 85 to 90% of my deals I get off the MLS. So why do you shop off the MLS rather than doing direct-to-seller marketing? I've tried it. It mm-hmm. never really worked for me. Um, and um, I've bought off-market deals, um, but it never really worked for me in that way. And uh, um, I just... I just created a, a play that worked for me and put an abundance of offers out. And what happened is because I'm buying so much off-market opportunities come to, come to me anyways. Mm. And and here's the thing. I'm not I'm not buying based off of quantity. I'm buying based off of quality. So people are looking for an abundance of property you keep buying. I don't I don't need to buy in that way. I I'm, I'm looking for a deal that I'm keeping and that's what I focus on. Gotcha, I gotcha. So I noticed a lot of people, right when they get in real estate, their first thing they want to do is get a realtor and shop on the MLS. How could they do better at buying actual deals? Because you still yeah. can buy deals on the MLS. Yeah, it's possible. How do you actually purchase a great deal on the MLS? Because I know, you know, I know, buyer know, people get in real estate, first thing they do is get a real estate agent. Of course, the real estate agent's job is to sell them a deal. Yeah. Well, no, sell them a I mean, sell them a house. I'm sorry, sell them a house. Yeah. You know, the house may be listed for 100 The realtor may say, look, if you come in at 95 mm-hmm. 90 it's a great deal. Mm-hmm. But us as investors, you know, 10% ain't no fucking mm-hmm. equity. Mm-hmm. So what would you tell those people that's looking to get into real estate if they want to use the MLS, they want to use the agent? How should they go about actually finding I'll a deal? Educate yourself. Sounds crazy, but educate right. yourself. You don't have to know everything. So what that mean when you say educate when, yourself? When you understand the process... So they shouldn't be relying on the realtor to educate them. No, you shouldn't. So they should be. You, should, you definitely want to respect the opinion if they if they are an experienced realtor. Experience realtor. as in. 
selling houses or experience on the investor side? Well, the, most realtors don't understand the investor side. Gotcha. They understand the selling side. They don't understand the investor side. Okay. The thing is, is that the 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 realtor for me only needs to present to me certain information. Gotcha. So as an investor, you need those same type of information. With that information is what you'll be able to utilize to break down a potential deal and then relay back to the realtor how much you're willing to offer. So tell me this. When you approach a realtor with your offers, which I'm, you, we just talked about these offers being very low, yeah. you know what I mean, or, <laughs> or investor-friendly, Yeah. what are these realtors saying back? The majority of realtors won't, don't want to work with investors. Not not investors that know what they're doing. The majority gotcha. of investors. Why, why do you think that is? Because you're gonna have them work too hard. You're driving their commission down too. N- yes and no. Because because if you're working with me, you're gonna be it's this not the you first feed deal. Them. You feel Yeah, them. we're not we're not only doing one deal. So we're gonna work consistently. So if you had a six percent and I'm I say look, give it to me at five or four, it's work it's just it's smarter to do that because you're you're gonna sell me a bunch of houses or I'm gonna buy a bunch of houses from you and you're gonna call me and knowing Oh, Welby's gonna buy this. Now you think a lot of realtors going thinking that, or they think no, about that one day? No, they want. They, I think that most realtors are thinking about the highest commission they can get. Exactly. And, and, and you said you mentioned we work them too hard. Why? Why would you? Because you got to keep submitting offers. That's right. Because because you imagine now you have a realtor and the list price is two hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and then you tell the realtor, tell him I want I'm offering ninety five thousand. Mm. What, what, what do you mean? Did you not see the list price? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the list price. And yeah, I tell, I tell, I tell all of my mentees, I tell all of the people that talk to me, who cares about who cares about a list price? <laughs> the list price is irrelevant. Straight because up, because the Thanks. price that you have to buy it for to make it make sense is what you have to buy it for. So if the list price matches Fine. what you have to That's buy cool. for, no, guess what? We still gonna yeah. offer more. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? It's a fact. Because I don't want to give you what you want. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you want to know what? In a situation like that, you start to develop a sixth sense when you realize there's blood in the water. Ooh. So when you see there's blood in the water, you're going to offer them even lower. If, yeah. if there's not that much competition in, trans, in people trying to buy. Gotcha. If there is competition, you might offer them what they're asking, or you might say, you know what? I'll give them an additional whatever if they take the deal now. So how does that conversation go? Man, you ain't see the list price? Oh, I don't that care happened. about the list price. But the thing what is, you is telling that, them? Here's what happens is that you will have already, no disrespect, realtors, you would have already trained the realtor in your process. Mm. So they already understand that most realtors will not believe you because you don't learn this in realty school. What they teach you in realty school and what happens in the real world is different. So you're taught this, 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 and then you come out to the real world and you realize it doesn't play like Eat that. Eat your ass up. So for realtors that really want to survive through this changing of the real estate market, mm-hmm. line yourself up with an investor. Line Learn yourself up with an investor. Because you'll make money over time. More money over time and than, in that, a mar- than that one deal. And not only that, and investors do not care about an up market, down market, parallel it's a forever market. Client. It's a forever client. That's, that we don't care about stuff like that. So you you want to learn the game. So now the, the realtors that work with me, they just they already used to it. So I just tell them offer this, and then you keep putting enough offers in, you're gonna get told a yes. No doubt. So when you get told a yes, you better have everything else ready in place to complete that deal and get going. You know. So, but most people aren't gonna put in this level of work that they need to. Nice, nice. Damn, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit, man. 
So you say you got a four bedroom, three bath house. Yeah. Lady, kids. <laughs> I'm, I'm chilling, man. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You good? No, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling. So what that mean? You dating? You single? I'm chilling, man. <laughs> I try to be careful on my personal stuff, man, because uh, you know you give already so much. Yeah. Already, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm so I'm protective of of, of personal, personal. Things, but, but um, I'm blessed. <laughs> got you, got you. So you see, so you want kids or you're not interested? I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, so I'm so chilling. so when you hear the word, I'm ready for anything. Let me put it to you like that. That's how. That's where I'm at with everything. It just gotta life. make sense. I'm I'm ready for any and everything. Um, if it is or isn't of whatever it is. I'm 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 blessed. So. Gotcha, gotcha. So the reason I asked that because I'm, you know, what comes to mind when you hear hear the word generational wealth? What is that? What is that? Is that bullshit? Is that does it mean something? What does is, that mean? Generational wealth is 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 uh, important. I did a I did a, another interview where uh, from the, the 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 video that was put out, it went crazy, but people are not listening to what I was saying. Mm. I hurt I I hate the term generational wealth. Not generational wealth. Everybody should be focusing on generational wealth. The term generational wealth I believe became weaponized. Mm. And For then, marketing. Yes. Used as a perfect marketing strategy against especially our people. Whoa. Yes indeed. All right? So it became a triggering word. It became something to then tell you as a man or a woman, you ain't doing enough. Mm. You ain't doing enough. You want to leave for the next generation? You better come to me. Give me $50,000 and I'm going to show you how to do it. So that's why I say, for everybody before they start throwing, generational wealth is a must. But I think the word generational wealth got diluted with its importance. Mm. That's what the issue is. But yes, generational wealth is something that's mandatory. But the way it's been presented in marketing, I just I'm not happy how that, that how that's been done. Yeah, I think once they start using it as marketing, it's just yeah, it, it don't mean it the don't same. Mean the same. That, that's that's it's a marketing ploy. That's, that's what bullshit. I'm saying. So, <laughs> how do we fix this? How is it fixable? Man. As far as what the marketing language. I think it's really up to the consumer, man. Yeah. Cause just like you, you like electronics. Are that's you buying any electronics, or are you doing the research I'm before doing you the buy? Research it? first. So I think that's really the main thing. People don't do the research; they just go off a of flash. Hey, but here's the thing, too. We have to understand this is just a repeat of the past. What it, do you mean by that? Because remember, when I got into the game, I always wanted to be in the game. But what inspired me to get in the game was late night HGTV. Mm. And what was shown was the flash. The highlights. The highlights. So that's partly what uh, um, inspired me as well. And I didn't do the homework. I just said, oh, I just buy a house and I just do slap paint on the wall, do barely any work, and then that's that. Wait a minute. They didn't show me in between that the contractor doesn't show up. <laughs> How do I deal with that? Or that you got code issues or foundational issues. How do you address that? So I didn't going over budget. <laughs> going over budget. So I didn't understand that. I just thought that I got to the table and I signed the papers that I won until after the fact. Wow. Mm. So now what I want people to understand is you need to have the ability to be a futurist and to have the ability to know 
and expect what this property is gonna be doing for you when upon completion. Mm. Are you flipping this property? Cool, you're gonna flip it. How much you bought the property for to what it's gonna cost you to the timeline it takes you to finish it, to put it on the market, how much you gonna make on that property? Why will be didn't quit? I have an unbelievable belief in myself, man. Failed too many times to quit. Yo, I'm the hottest brother out here moving, brother. Straight up. I'm the hottest brother out here moving. Period. And I'm not throwing... Listen, and I think everybody should feel that way. Let's put it that way. Everybody so, should feel that way for themselves. I'm not dimming my light. Pardon me, brother. No, I'm not good. dimming my light for nobody. Right? Because I lived in the darkness for a long time. For a long time. So I have an unbelievable belief in myself that if I want it, I'm going to get it. And I'm not competing with others in terms of numbers. Because I, you could... You could meet and introduce a lot of people in terms of numbers, in terms of of, of, of portfolio size that make me look like I ain't doing nothing. Then Cash I can show flip. you a right, and then I can show you a whole bunch that I'm I look like a god to them because of where they're at. No so doubt. that's why I don't play those type of games. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, play yeah, those yeah, type yeah. of games. That's why if you notice, I haven't thrown up anything about doors. Or units. You notice I haven't even mentioned that. No, no doubt. Right? And there's a reason why I haven't mentioned that. Can I explain? Yeah. Let's do it. The people have been lied to. Why y'all lied to? What do people talk to about? They say, oh, so how many units you got today? Whomever they talking to. Mm -hmm. And said person says, I got 200 units. Mm -hmm. Or I got 2,000 units. <laughs> they God. didn't tell you that the units are, you, are, are actually a syndication situation. Ooh. And you own a small percentage of it, but they told you when you bought this, don't worry, when you go and talk to your family and your friends, you own, you have an ownership of this. So you could tell them you got 202, but they didn't tell you that there's another 1,000 people with the same cut. Wow. Right? You offer 200 units, you're right? making $300 a month. Okay. <laughs> but you got, so the people lead with that. So what happens is now, it's a mind trick. Ooh. So, Byron, hypothetically, I got 200 units. My brother here got 2,000 units. In your mind, he has to be making more money than Welby because he got 2,000 units. I can't tell you enough how many people. <laughs> I can't tell you enough. How it's many real. People, yeah. It's real, right? I can't tell you enough how many people. People, everybody. It's about the quality, not the quantity of your deal. So then I, on the flip side, I know people that have 30, 40 units. Cash flow heavy, heavy. And we're not talking $200 a door. We're talking they bringing in tens and tens of net positive cash flow per month right now. Wow. I'm one of them. Me right? <laughs> right? My no brother's doubt. one of them. No doubt. Yes, right? Sir. So it's not about the qu quantity. It's about the quality of what you're purchasing. So that's why it's so easy for people. When they hear me, I put an example. And I'm going to give, can we talk numbers? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. I own a bunch of three families, four families, five families, six families. But I'm going to give an example of a four unit that I have. The four unit to date, I owned it now going on three to four years. So for the people that were throwing shots saying that he bought that property maybe Pandemic. in the 90s, in the 90s, no. I only bought this particular property three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. When I bought the property, it was a three-unit property, and I knew the value of it as a three-unit because I already forced the market in my area, and I already owned properties just on that same street. Yeah. I knew it was worth 350 375 
Mm-hmm. I was able to negotiate the purchase price to 120000 Damn. Why did I get it for 120000 And it was off the MLS. Why was I able to get it off the M- get it get it for 120000 This mm-hmm. particular property would have never been able to be qualified for an FHA mortgage. One financial. Why? Because it had broken windows. Not it was people were living there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it had broken windows and it had other safety things. So if you had an FHA loan, if you had a NACA loan, if you had a VA loan, you could not even have a conversation to acquire it. Wouldn't finance them. They wouldn't even finance. They meet their requirements. And many of the people that are blocking themselves into those type of deals can could have done the same deal, but they were duped into thinking that they can't and they should go this lane. So when I got there, the gentleman couldn't find anybody. And this is pre-COVID, before anybody even knew COVID was happening. And I negotiated with him, and he sold it to me for $120,000. Because I have a team of people that work for me, the mm-hmm. average person in the area maybe would have spent, let's say, one fifty, one thirty. dollars I'm just being extreme. Yeah. I got the entire building done for $60,000. So you all in at one eighty? Thank you. You guys understand because you understand within the business how things work and how you can get things done. And you turn this into a fourplex. Thank you. You see, man. You see, you, my, my brother gets it. So you all at so you all at one eighty on a fourplex. Listen, and remember value. when I bought it, it was worth three fifty to three seventy five. But people buying it, I already knew I can get it as a four unit. I could make it a four unit legally. Force, force appreciation, so force equity. So point, the property today is worth four and a quarter. <laughs> I bought it for one twenty. Listen to the math. The I math bought it for one hundred twenty thousand. I put twenty five percent down. Mm-hmm. You know how many people would not have bought that deal because they had to put the percentage, not the amount, the percentage. They couldn't wrap their head around it. They would have preferred to take that thirty thousand dollar down payment and buy it in, an, in another area and own a property that's not making you no damn money than to have gotten yourself indebted strategically with the 30000 So I financed mm. 90000 mm. So now I owe the bank ninety. I have 30000 in. I spent 60000 into the property. So that's what? $90,000. Mm-hmm. Let's make it 100000 to be safe. Just in case people want to say the numbers don't make no sense. Yeah. So I'm all in 100000 Okay. Remember, I forced the market in my area, the rents. I already did my math on what I can get the rents out for. So today, this is the property, the mortgage today, I can pull it up for y'all. If anybody don't believe me, I'll, I'll show it to you. Oh, you good. You I'll good. show it to you. If you want, I'll pull it up so you can tell your audience. Matter of fact, you send it to us, we'll pull it yeah, up right we'll where you Matter of fact, I will. Yeah. I'll do that for you. Boom. The mortgage, the mortgage on the property, and do that while I'm talking. So that yeah, the yeah, 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 no doubt, no doubt. The mortgage is $1,170. That's taxes, insurance, principal, interest. Wow. The interest so $1,100, $1,200. It's $1,200. Interest rate is five and a quarter. Mm. So who cares about an interest rate? So everybody want to know my math now on this? This yeah. is a real property I own. Yeah. Okay. So the mortgage is $1,200. Taxes, insurance, and everything. Yeah. The first apartment wow. I get thirteen hundred dollars for. That pay for everything. Everything. Wait a minute. I ain't making a wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's slow this down. <laughs> he got three more Let's units. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's stop the fucking press. You said one unit covers the whole. Pays board. everything yes. plus profit. Yes. And you got this thing fully written. And that's principal, yes. interest, taxes, and insurance. One hundred percent. We can go deeper if you want. Let's do it. Let's the, do it. The second floor, I get thirteen fifty. So now he profit fourteen fifty. Just so y'all both know, 
both of those apartments are $1,600 a month apartments right now. So I'm below market. The third floor, I get $1,900. The fourth floor, I get $1,900. Okay? So this property that I bought, everybody pay attention to the numbers. The number of the property is worth four and a quarter. I owe $82,000. So I have equity, real equity. Heavy. Real equity, not waited for. 300K. 300,000. 300,000. I net profit every month 5,000 plus. Per year in net profit, I do $60,000 per year. Now watch the math. With this property, I was able to do what we call infinite return. What's an infinite return? Take that money out. As long as you have all your money back in your pocket, the property, you have no risk. The property's issue is the bank's issue, not yours, because none of your money is in the property. All right? So now pay attention. It gets better. Most people would have refinanced to get their money back. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. I let the property work. I let my money work. So what does my money do? I make $60,000 a year. I have a fully renovated property. $60,000 a year, recoup back $60,000. So that means I still have 30000 left. Remember, when the tenants move in, they got to give me two months security plus the one month's rent. So two months security, if you multiply that times 5000 that meant I would have received, oh, God, how much is that? 10000 if I'm saying the math right, in security payments yeah. or so plus? Time full. So I was able to recoup, oh, my bad. literally yeah. recoup all my money within 18 months. So I have no money in the property. Three hundred thousand in equity, five thousand dollars in net income per month. They don't have too many people got deals like that. That's a fact. Yo, bro, I can show you. I can show you five more right now. So I can show. Wait one second. Wait, wait, I'm making you the sweeter for you, brother. I can show you ten more right now. They call me Mr. Receipts for a reason, bro. So when somebody tell me it's impossible, don't tell me it's not that it's impossible unless you tried, and I say you really tried, mm. not that you just tipped your feet in and you said, because I speak to people every day that bought properties and they're buying the properties and they don't even realize if they would understood how the, the formula works and how to break down, you would be able to see immediately it's not a deal you should be buying. Off the rip. Off the rip. You're just happy that you got to the table. Now, here's the thing. If, can I keep going on? Let's, Let's go. do it. Let's, Let's go. go. There's a difference between... But um 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 God, I just got told this yesterday, man. I'm gonna be pissed off. Uh uh um spending money and investing money. Right? There's a big difference between spending money and investing money. Facts. When you spending money, you could be spending it retail wise. You you know, you just got married, you just wanna buy your wife a brand new car, do your thing. You wanna do do your thing. Cool. When you're investing your money, the play is different. So now what happens is at the beginning, before I started getting this, I would be nervous to spend because everybody said, I don't want to lose no money. I don't want to lose no money. God forbid. Anything is possible. There's no 100% guarantee in anything. Right. But there's a difference between investing and spending. So what did I do? On average, my rental properties, one-third of the property covers all the expenses. Mm. Hence, I like three families or more. Hence, Makes one sense. apartment covers everything in my three families on average. The other two is pure profit. 
Woo. I so have, that's why you hold out and wait for quality tennis. I, 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 I focus, bro. Yeah. So now I got a six unit. Let's talk about this six unit property Let's I own. Let's talk about it. On that property that I own, a six unit property I bought, the way that I bought it is the same thing that we've been talking about. I use my, I, I invest and I flip. Can I say things to, to clarify this, something? This yeah. is very, very important. The entire business of investing in real estate is a flip. I don't care what entry what you point. you mean by that? I'm going to explain it to you. Make sure the people watch this. Pay attention to this, everybody. The entire business of investing in real estate is a flip, but we compartmentalized it in a way to generate money. So now, there's three major components that people know and are aware of to invest in real estate. Number one, people talk about is what? Wholesaling. Mm -hmm. What does a wholesaler do? A wholesaler gets a property under contract at the right price point to ultimately flip that contract to an end buyer, no doubt. investor, flippers, what everybody know about flippers. What does a flipper do? A flipper gets a property under contract at the right price point, renovate that property to put that property back on the market to ultimately flip that property to an end buyer, um, predominantly retail. No doubt. What does the next person do? Buy and hold. What does a buy and hold person do? They get a property under contract at the right price point, and everybody pay attention. If you notice... At the beginning, everything I keep talking about is at the right price point. Straight up. So a buy and hold gets a property under contract at the right price point to renovate that property, get that property rented to ultimately flip that current mortgage into a long-term mortgage for passive income. No doubt. Damn. So the entire business of investing in real estate is a flip. The whole time. Thank you. So now... What happened with this six family? That six family that I have, the property is worth six hundred thousand. The property I purchased it for two hundred and seventy thousand. <gasps> Jesus, <laughs> off the MLS, off the MLS. Damn. Was it listed? What was this listed at? Oh, it was listed for three ten. Mm, so you came in off the muscle because they cut you. It's a commercial property. Mm. Since it's a commercial property, not everybody. FHA, okay. yeah, NACA, rule them out. Uh, uh, VA and all this other, you can't even talk about it. So now what happens is you block your blessings. I'm not saying don't use those other programs, but if you understand the game, you look at yourself like Batman and Batwoman. What does Batman and Batwoman have? They have their utility belt. What does the utility belt do for them? They have scenarios and, and, and situations that pop up, and Batman and Batwoman got to get out of it. What's she going to do? Throw her, uh, her, 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 um, um, Ninja stars, if that's the right yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe the smoke, or maybe the gaplin. They have a way, an exit strategy. Is that better? That's the good like, one. Like that I better? like that. I like that. They, they got the multiple exit strategy to get out of a bad situation. No different than what we're going to do in real estate. Who was selling it? This person that was selling it was an elderly man that owned the property for a long time. He didn't realize the value of what he got. His mm. properties were underperforming. So every property that I buy, I'm looking for two things. I'm looking for distressed mm -hmm. and or underperforming. Mm. So if, it's the, if those components is in there, that makes me go and look further. Most people are looking for turnkey. They don't want to deal with the, the stresses of certain things. Fixing stuff. Yeah, I want that smoke. Guess what? I already knew the property was worth 600000 I got it for two seventy. All I have to do is That's bring nice. the beauty out of it. That's all I have to do. The rents in that apartment building was $600 a month. 
times six. Do mm-hmm. the math. Six times six is three thousand six hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Did I do the math right? Yeah, absolutely. It's all math. Yeah. In a commercial property, you have to put twenty five percent down. Twenty five percent of that was roughly about seventy thousand. I financed two hundred and ten thousand. Immediately when I bought the property, I notified parties. Sorry, y'all, y'all gotta go. <laughs> it's business. There's no disrespect. Yeah. It's Time business. To go. The people moved out. I can show y'all pictures of the befores and afters, bro. <laughs> I show you the before and after. Now let's do the math on the mortgage. The mortgage on this property today is two thousand. Let's just make it two thousand. It's like two thousand fifty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Two thousand fifty dollars a month. I got all the properties uh, um, renovated. Yeah. Let's just say it cost me on average, at the time especially about seven thousand mm-hmm. to do each apartment. Mm-hmm. That's possible. Mm-hmm. Because for everybody, if you understand, if you don't know how to control your contractor, your contractor will go on your property and rip everything out and tell and you this is the best cause to. of action when you don't have to. Mm-hmm. So you know what to keep, what not mm-hmm. to keep to minimize your cost. No doubt. So let's just make it just so we can make a round number, $10,000. $10,000 per apartment is $60,000. So $60,000 plus nice. $70,000, that's what out of pocket $130,000. Mm-hmm. I'm out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Let's make it one hundred and fifty, just so we can make it extreme. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the numbers now. Mm-hmm. So now I get everything rented out. The mortgage is $2,000. $2,000. Each apartment I rent out for fifteen fifty per month. Do the math. I don't know what that is. I'm gonna do that's $3,000. i am going to do it for you right now. Yeah, so that's a nice number. Times $9,000. $9,300 a month minus the $2,000. Mortgage. I'm Cash left with 7,300 7, times 12 months. $87,600 a, a year. year in net income. One I'm generating. On one property. Yes. Now do the math. In less than 18 months, you get I have your money an infinite back. return. Wow. Not only have an infinite return, I have $400,000 in equity. Real equity. Now, why are you finna have everybody moving to Connecticut? No, it's not about Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It has nothing it's about to do with It's about being a real Because I'm not just in one area. I'm all over. It's not. It's about the deal. No so doubt. now what I just displayed to you now is two properties. For example, two properties that are valued at at least about a 1.1 million, more than that, 1.1 million in value mm-hmm. with a debt of under 300000 So my debt to value is 30%. 30% equity. between the two properties in net income. I just did the math with you. It's $15,000 a month. <laughs> That's heavy. Wait, wait, wait. Can I make it a little bit better for y'all? Let's, Let's do, it. do it. A little bit better? Where that six family is at, just around the corner up the block, I got me another four family. That four family, go on my timeline, and y'all see the one that I talked about with utilizing a DSCR loan for a 7.25% interest rate. And I just closed on it last about two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Congrats, man. Let's do the math on that. The properties are just walking distance from each other. Since it's a fourth family and I already own a fourth family that's worth four and a quarter, what do you think that means that property is worth? Four and a quarter. Thank yep. you. Where did I get that property off of? The MLS. Not only I got the property off the MLS, guess how much the property was being listed at? 270. 200 and something thousand. What happened was... Code violations, another elderly man, and distressed. So FHA. Mm. Canceled. Uh 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 what'd you call that? NACA. NACA. Canceled. Canceled. Veteran. 
cancer. But guess what? Every one of them could have bought it anyways if they didn't block their blessing and be limited to the way that they're thinking. So guess what? How much? It was on the market. It was on the market for two hundred something thousand. And then the owner, who was an investor himself that wanted to get out of it, listed cash only. He wanted no hard money because he didn't want to go through the motion. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was already habitable, cash only. Um, and uh, he, of course, he didn't want mortgages because he knew it was going to be approved. Guess what I did? I got cash. So what do you? What do you? What do you get cash? What do you get from the? Where flips? do I get cash? Yeah. Well. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm, you want to see, you want, you want me, let me show you something. No, I, no, I'm going yeah, 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 yeah. to show you something. I'm going to pull it up right here and you tell me, me just what, well, this is, this is, this is TD Bank. I'm yeah. going to show you, give me a second. Yeah, give me a second. If this, oh, don't tell me it's not going, oh, come on, give me, wait, 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 let me do it right now. Real time. Yeah. I want to do this in real time with y'all. Okay, look, I'm logging on. Mm-hmm. See, I'm logging in. Mm-hmm. Let's watch. Make sure don't buy yeah, people. No, 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 Come on, he's not going to do this for me here. Yo, your reception is horrible here, bro. Oh, you yeah. got to get it on the Wi-Fi. Oh, man, give me one second, man. Let me make sure this... What did I do the other way? The reception sucks. You know the Wi-Fi password? Yeah. Let me see. Oh, as a matter of fact, I don't even need it. I think I could get it on. It's, this is the password. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Listen, what, what do you see here? You must say that a lot. Don't say that a lot. How many figures we looking at? Are you healthy? It's seven. Liquid. This is just one of my accounts, but don't don't put it in there. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So where we at? Let me tell you. But don't know numbers. Where we at? We the seven figures. Okay. So 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 I bust my ass. You got cash. Okay, I bust my ass. So when an opportunity come, I'm ready. But I'm saying, where did you ra- where did you raise capital? Where, where did that? I, I never raised. I, I I I oh, I raised capital through flipping. Through flipping. Over time. Over time, I was flipping. By the time before I started buying rentals, by the time I started buying rentals, I had already amassed seven figures in savings. So this was the plan, or you just that was enjoyed the plan. flipping? No, this is what the initial plan was. I need to get my back off the wall. Got you. So that you was, was the initial plan. So I just needed. I need just need to make money, bro. I look like a madman. To everybody. At the time where I was working at, I'm working hours because that money for everybody that's working, that's in a rush to leave your job, your job is your first business partner. No doubt. So I use my job to invest in my business, real estate. So you then can I exit. use the business to then invest into my business. Mm. So what happened was, what happened was, um, um, I, I, I started flipping to get my back off. What kind of job was you working? I was a welder. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, um, um, me and my brother after had the inspection. Yeah. We, we went after so the welder. Yeah, make sure you bread, make sure bro. the welder yeah. is doing it right. We were thing. doing a lot. We, <laughs> we was doing a lot, and then we, we. Plus, I was hustling between two. Me and my brother had a car dealership at the time, but it failed. We, I mean, I failed so many you times. You just hustling. Hustling. So, so now what happened was, um, imagine I had let's say two thousand to my name. I got wiped out. So I started when I started hustling, working. I saved up X amount of money. When I started investing, what started happening? Your back is against the wall. When I started flipping slowly, my back started coming off the wall. Felt good. Slowly. But guess what I did? I'm working. While everybody was going on Friday, they were going to go party. Welby was working overtime. Working overtime. 
I didn't buy me a new car. Mm. I didn't go on trips. Stay down. Yeah, I mean, I, yo, we we were. I wasn't. I wasn't um, starving. I never starved. So you sacrificing entertainment? Yeah. Absolutely. How long you did that for? Cause this is this deep. A yeah, lot of yeah, people yeah, need yeah. to understand this. Listen, man, I think I probably. I'm, if you talk about just hustling wise, not no sacrificing. Man, I think I'm still doing it now. <laughs> yeah, he said so his living expenses is so, only five grand. So talk in about New York. you got to talk about the importance of sacrificing to go to the next level. Because if I didn't, us do no, it, we don't want to do that. If, if I didn't do it, it could have never happened. So you can't bullshit and build at the same time. I, it, it was never gonna it's happen. Not possible. And mind you, bro. Good, fellas, I talk to everybody about this business. So as I'm trying to go, I'm trying to bring people with me. Yeah, you Nobody's network. believing in it. Nobody's seeing it. Right. You understand? So since nobody's believing in seeing it, you have to go at it on your own. Correct. At the same time, you brothers, you're going to understand you have a family. I have a family. I was responsible. They didn't know it was that critical. They didn't wow. understand that. As a man, you're responsible for taking care of and making right. sure that the lights are on and they don't understand the pressures that you're dealing with. So even you though, to keep even all that pressure in. This, do you believe that success is possible without that sacrifice? No. Wow. I don't think so. So sacrifice Because there's, you, have, you have luck. Level, they got levels to success. Correct. You got and, and you have luck. It and ain't going to be sustainable, people though. people that, 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 that hit a bag, luck. Okay, so if you want to talk that, luck... Let's talk about COVID. Let's talk about PPP. Let's talk about the credit cards. Let's talk about getting the bag. There's a mob of people that got the bag. So what did you do with that money? Where is it now? Everybody's quiet now. Your, your story hasn't changed. Your story hasn't changed. Your timeline hasn't changed. Mine hasn't changed. If anything, it's gotten better. Wow. To be honest with you. Now that you think about it, a lot yeah, of people Instagram yeah. timeline changed. Yeah. It's been really, really quiet. So now I wanted to wow. get my back off the wall. So then when I got my back off the wall, that's why I was flipping. But then I got to a realization that flipping with you was only as good as what you did last. Right. So that meant that the money's going to stop. So now if I just focus on flipping and I amassed a million dollars, if I don't have a way of continuing to feed that, it's going to just dwindle, 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 dwindle. So the numbers really don't matter because that, that, the same analogy could equate to somebody that only got $1,000. Right. And then they probably on welfare and they only need, you know, set them out to survive. So when I got to a point where I felt comfortable, I still didn't go buy a new car. I still didn't do certain things. I said, I got to start investing passively so that, that I don't money have to physically in. work for it. So then that's when I started taking the money that I physically worked for, i.e. and flipping, to invest in things like what we're just talking about now. So when people say it's impossible, I, I've been doing it, but I, didn't, I wasn't prepared to do it. So when people say they want to buy a rental property, I ask them why you want to buy a rental property, where I want cash flow. Okay, cool. So if you want cash flow, after we're doing this consultation, why'd you buy this property? My brother, you're making $300 a month. You're in debt a half a million dollars. It don't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Wow. Yo, my brother, you utilize X amount of money to pay down your, int the, the, your interest rate just so that you could brag to the people you got the lowest interest rate. And don't if you they understood no that, money, you would have taken that money, that same money you were prepared to spend anyways. Yeah. You would have taken that money and invested the money, not spend the money. Ooh. Right? So now, so 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 that was my game plan was for me to do that to then get passive income. So now everything for me, I look at myself and I would love other people to start viewing themselves as snipers. Snipers, when they're ready for their kill, 
goes and they perch themselves up on the mountaintop or wherever. They sit on top of the mountain with their finger on the trigger and their eye on the scope looking for their target. Nice. They're not going to move. And people will tell you, uh, snipers have been known to wear diapers and will do their business on them because they laser focus. I'm going to take this person out. That's how I look at myself. So what I just showed you wasn't to show off. No, yeah, yeah, the money yeah, wasn't yeah, to show yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. You get what I'm saying? Anytime. I'm ready. So and you sacrifice is still, yes, please. Yes, so then still. now, guess what? In between that now, so those people that's going to say, yeah, but you just can't work and work. I live a lovely life. You I go where you want, when you want. I go want. where I want. I take care of my peoples. I buy whips. Take care of your tenants. I, I, I take care of my tenants. Employees. I buy whips for cars for people that I care about and love. All right? Life is good. Life, thank you, God. I appreciate it. Now, how long did it take you... To get to the to the seven figures, they're flipping like was it two years, three years? Because oh, because some people you you know we talking right now talking about flipping, they think you know they trying to do it in, in a year. Oh no, Flip. well well it was levels too. Because at one point when I first started getting, I started catching my stride. Mm -hmm. I was doing one property maybe, and it took me seven months to do it, mm -hmm. eight months to do it. So once you figure out the it, system, yeah, and then at one point I got to a peak where I started averaging around twenty to thirty houses a year flipping. And then the proceeds that I would make, I would stash because I knew that after I got I, I, I got the pressure off my shoulders. Yeah. Then after that, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to identify an area I want to invest in, do the recon work. Mm. I knew New York. I didn't want to play. Yeah. I didn't want to play. Yeah. Yeah. So let me do some it's recon work. So I started doing investigations. Not just taking the that word. That investigation of, is yeah. Yeah. Not deep. just taking the word of what someone said, because what works for me might not work for you. No doubt. But the process remains the same. The fundamentals remain the same. So what does your investigation look like? Because I know that's yeah. that's critical. Okay, so now you're talking about for the rentals. Yes. On yeah. the rentals, um, um, we from the hood. We grew up in the hood, right? No yeah. doubt. There's money in the hood. Definitely. Doesn't mean the hood, when I say the hood, shoot them up, bang, bang, hood. All right? Mm. Also, I want to talk, talk, talk about that when people talk about gentrification. Mm. Gentrification is not a black or white thing. Mm. It's the have and the have not thing. Mm. Okay? So you might as well could say I'm gentrifying because I'm You're buying properties in the area and I'm making them nicer and truthfully, I'm pricing the people to, to some degree out, but I have to because of what I paid for it and what it cost me. I got to recoup my money back. No doubt. So it's no different than what's happening in Brooklyn or what's happening out here in Texas with people no fly, flooding through here, right? right. So now um, what I did is I went out there and I hung out. I went Learn to, the area. I, yeah, I went to the corner of Wawa, like you guys at the Wawa. I, yeah. yeah, I went to the corner of Bodegas and I hung out. They didn't, they, I looked like I was in the area. I went to the barber shops and you know how the barbers are, yo, who want, you want to get a haircut? They see a new guy, nah, nah, I'm just checking to see. And I'm just sitting there watching them, cutting people here, hearing the vibe. So I what are they talking about? Yeah, I went, I, I went to uh, maybe, not, not even the clubs, but just to check out the environment. The environment. I, went, I was doing that shit for months. Then I started finding out how much people were getting rent for. Why were they getting rent for that amount of money? So how did the property look? So the flavor I know I could bring. Mm. So then from that point, I said, I can invest here. Okay, I can buy, if I can buy the property at this, my mortgage, and I did. I do my calculation, the mortgage is going to be this. Oh, shoot, I'm going to buy only three families here. If I do this with the three family, this is going to cover this. This is how much I'm going to be making. So when I do my properties and I see, I found another property recently. I can tell you how much money I'm going to make on it before I own it. Wow. I don't even own it yet. I might not even own it. Yeah. But I'm not gambling. I'm investing. No doubt. So now, Do the for research. the people that get fearful of buying, 
you, you're always going to have that anxiety because you're spending a bunch of money, but your anxiety level is going to be different because you see in the outcome that you're looking for. So it's no different than driving a car. There's a chance that you're going to get hit or you can hit somebody, but you get in the car, you drive and you put your, your, your seatbelt on and you keep it going. That's how I look at this shit. I love and you're confident in that car too. I want to say thing for that fourth family so I can add on to that okay. real quick. So when you were saying about how did I fund, I just explained to you how I funded in terms of the liquid cash, and I showed you some of the liquid cash that I have. But forget about that. What do I have? I have a portfolio of properties I just presented to you that has what in it? Equity. Equity. So what did I do? People keep talking about becoming their own bank. What did I do? I became my own bank. How did I become my own bank? I went to the banks and I said, yo, I got equity of X amount. How much could you give me off of these? So I give an example of one property that I own. They gave me $200,000 in equity. You want me show, I mean, so you did a refi? I'm going to show you what I did, bro. Okay. <laughs> okay. You want me to show you? I can show you. Let's put the flash on the screen. Hey, all yeah. right. I'm going to show you. We're, 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 we're we're gonna gonna I'm going to show you. Well, I, I don't want y'all to show them. But I want y'all to see it. Your crowd Your crowd trusts you. I'm going to show you what we what, what it says here. Check what, what it say? 200K, and they ain't got zero on it. So it's available. Hey. Okay. So, so I it, tell you I'm ready. So that's now, a line of credit, right? That's a line of credit. Ooh. Uh, 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 real line of credit. I got a question. Let yeah. me finish the play, and I'm going to answer the question. So what did I do? I found the property. When mm -hmm. the person said to me he wanted X amount of money, I told him I got he wanted 210 for it or something to that effect. He only wanted cash. So I sent him a proof of funds. I didn't show him... The, the, the home equity line, I showed them the bank statement. Mm -hmm. I got proof of funds. They just want to get, they just want to see that somebody can close it. How I end up coming to the table is a different conversation, right? Mm. So we signed the contracts, I own it now. So then now what I do, I have a home equity line of credit. I negotiated down from two and some change to $165,000. Mm. Close quick. And I closed like seven days later, I closed. So now I own it. So now I got a home equity line of credit that I borrowed from, that I'm paying interest on, and you know you're going to have the lowest interest rate in terms of borrowing money because it's a home equity line tied to a property. Right. I borrowed 165000 from the home equity line, paid, and I, now I own the asset clean, uh, free and clear. I already know with the apartments it's going to cost me, I spent about 60000 renovating the entire building. Entire building. Mm. After renovating the entire building, the, the first, okay, I went back to the bank, to a regular bank. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, everybody, I got a property that's worth 425000 Yeah? How much is it that you need? I said, well, I bought it for one sixty-five. I I spent sixty. Just give me two hundred and what I think it was two hundred and five thousand, two hundred and four thousand, six thousand. Make it two ten. Just give me that. I recouped my one sixty-five. And then I recouped more than half of the sixty it cost me to fix it. I went now and I rented it out. It's all rented out now. I bought this property. I just put it on Instagram about two weeks ago. Just two weeks ago. With a 7.25% interest rate, I went and I did a DSCR loan. 30-year. 30-year DSCR. So now people that hear 30, DSCR loan is no different than what happened in 2004, 2008. That's a stated loan. Most people got slaughtered with stated loans because they were over leveraged. Yeah. Right. My debt to value is under 50%. Yes. We need a bell. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's a now, deal, deal. How, yeah. much was, how much is the mortgage on this loan? Let's round it off $1,900. Mm -hmm. Taxes, insurance. So who cares about an interest rate? Facts. Mm. 
First floor. <laughs> I need my calculator. <laughs> Let's talk about it. First floor. Yeah. I get nineteen hundred dollars. Yo. All right. First floor. First floor covers, floor covers the whole. Second, third, fourth floor. I get fifteen fifty. Everything is going in the pocket, and that's why it's so important when 6, we hear. Sixty four hundred. Multiply that times three. So um 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 eighteen hundred dollars. Minus that's. So your profit. Yeah. Forty six hundred per month. About. You know what's crazy about this, right? God damn. Yeah, that's crazy. What's crazy is that a lot of people we hear about these syndications. Like you know, you got apartment complexes that don't cash flow like exactly. that. Exactly right. Right. People be talking all these doors. People people pay million a million dollars. For an asset, and they're happy with making five thousand yeah, a month. Facts. This man only paid two hundred thirty k. I met a, I met a student. I met a student of mine. She, she's in my um my uh, real estate kickstart. Yeah. Just being honest, and we talked about that. And she's somewhere out, out in this area, somewhere. And she's a million dollars indebted, and she's making two thousand and some change a month profit. And Something she, that she was happy with that. Because she, she didn't know better. Yeah, before, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. yeah. So said, before she was bragging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not bragging. She's a beautiful, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. the numbers. But after she came through, she's like, and I said, you know what you could have did with that money, and the majority of it was her hard money, not no borrow, her money. I said, you know what you could have did with that money, but you don't know any better. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So now that being said, with everything, the beautiful thing about it. Oh, so going back to that. With the home equity line, the home equity line you just showed, that's the home equity line I use. It's at zero again. Yeah, you paid it off. So it's zero. Mm -hmm. So now I owe nothing to the home equity line, and it's ready to go again. So you're getting home equity lines even on properties that you don't live in. So how does that, like that's, it's investment It's, 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 a, it's, it's you, a business you, you line get, of credit. Yeah, it's a business line of credit, a portfolio line of credit that they do. So they could add up. They'll, they'll tell me, hey, Wubby, what do you want? I say, look, this, this, and this. So those... Four properties or three properties I just showed you, that's almost $2 million in real estate. Mm. It made me just about $2 million in real estate. You'd see the debt, $2 million in real estate, and between the two properties of three, that's just just about 500000 in debt. Mm. So you can get a lot of credit, $1.3 million. Based on that. Just on well, that. They're going to give a percentage of that. So let's make so it they do up to 80% minus your debt. Let's say 800000 Let's say 800000 Line of credit. The, line of credit. And I, that you only pay on when you use when it. you use it, and you only pay the interest. Yes, not the principal and interest. Correct. Now you get lines of credit on all your properties, or just certain nah, ones. No, I don't. I don't just get it. No, I just, I just, I don't do that. If I, if I have to access some of my wood, but I don't. I just need, I need because I know how my market. So that's is. a healthy number for you, line of credit. No, I have more than that. Okay. What I'm saying is that gotcha. I don't need to tap into everything because I don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. I just need the... But, the, but you the, can. You just yes, want to be the sniper. Yes. Yeah. But when the opportunity jump up, my bullets, you ready to... my bullets is my money. That's the bullet. So no that's doubt. why I showed you I'm ready. Yeah. So now, I mean, let's bring this full circle for everybody with why we're saying all of this now, right? This is important. Where this market climate is going, is we're entering the greatest opportunity of our lives. Hmm. We're entering the greatest opportunity of our lives. That's why I tell everybody, pick a side. So now yeah. we're going to see opportunities of purchases that you never thought imaginable that you can buy. And there's going to be so many people that's going to just have to be sitting on the sidelines and can't do anything. Hands tied. Hands tied. 2% <laughs> interest people. They tied. You're tied. So now, what's going to end up also happening, you're going to have a lot of people that bought in the manner that they did that are going to lose their properties. The banks are going to have to 
foreclose on and be willing to um, um, sell these properties at a discounted sure price. Sale. Wow. And it's only going to be X amount of people that are going to be in a position that the banks are going to be willing to say, we will lend you that money. So now what's happening is in America, there's a turn that's happening where about approximately 60% of Americans in this country are homeowners. They're projecting within 10 years or less, it's going to be the opposite. And we're going to be turning into a renter's nation. Mm. So this is why we don't want to waste any more time. We don't want to waste any more time with the partying. Enjoy yourself. But everything is not a damn party. Facts. <laughs> Every fact. networking event that you're going to is not a damn party. No doubt. You came here to get be some intentional. game. Be intentional on what you're doing, right? Because the window of opportunity that's going to be upon you is closing, and then what's going to happen is for the ones that are talking about generational wealth, you won't have anything to pass on to your children so that they could be outside of the rat race in terms of roof over their heads, cash flow, and things of that nature, mm. if we're talking about generational wealth. like it, man. So it. what's a what's a what's a win to well be, man? Cause I was on Instagram, I, you know, you say yeah. the LLC not a win. Well the look, credit card not a win. Well, what's it, a win to well it, it's an accomplishment, right? Those things. Because here's the thing, what happened? We started creating, we started allowing people just because they participated to be rewarded. Mm. So we're giving trophies just for participation. Yeah, so think about it. You got the kid that plays baseball. And just because he participated in it, he was the worst kid in the world, we don't want him to cry, he gets a trophy too. So now what happens to the one that's exceptional? They get the same trophy. He gets the same trophy. Now you're discouraging this person that's being exceptional because why is that we all get the same reward? So now I'm proud of you getting your LLC because with an LLC or an S-Corp or a C-Corp, you need that to do business. No doubt. Because you're a business owner. Correct. Great. That's a great accomplishment. Right? You got your business credit. Awesome. Wonderful. You got it. What's the game plan with it? No plan. No plan. No education. It's just that I got the money. It's because it's popular. Right? So the reason why I said that and it triggered people and they're saying that, oh, oh, um, well, you know, it's not a win to you, but it's a win to me because I didn't do it before. No, I'm happy for you that you did it. But don't stop there. Now it's time to do something with it. So people think because they got that, so that's the reason why. So me, I'm saying all of those things, you should be applauded. I'm happy for you too. But that, when you look at the bigger picture, it's not, it's not the win. For me, no. if we're talking about real estate, the win is that you're purchasing a property that's going to meet the goals that you want. Irregardless if it's a retail price purchase or if a, a investor purchase, whatever you choose that you want, there's nothing wrong with what you want so long as it's aligned with what you said that you want, right? So if you're okay with buying that property and it's for you and your family and you're going to pay that mortgage and y'all already know that technically it's not an asset because you paid overpriced, but you and the family are ecstatic and happy, listen, live your life, man. I'm not judging you. No doubt. Yeah. Live your life. I love it. But if you flip it to me and tell me that, yo, I bought this property because I wanted to invest because I wanted my kids to have X, Y, Z, blah, 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 you shouldn't have bought it that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. Yo, man, so what's next, man? I know we, uh, shit, man, this this been a good one. Oh, that's a great one. Bro, that's what's next one. for Welby? Man, listen, I think that I, 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 I've come to a point that I, I'm, I, uh, I think that I'm, I'm finding my calling. Mm. And I think my calling is, Doing exactly what I've been doing. <laughs> and what's that? It's, it's just giving the people the good, the bad, the ugly of real estate, man. 
So educating the masses of the good, the bad, yeah. and the ugly. I, I I think that that's what it is. I think I mean, I think that's what it is because no, I don't. Nobody's doing that. Yeah. Everything is peaches and cream. So I want to show you my wins. I want to show you the, the the possibilities. I want to show you my my you know you know the 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 glitz the, the glam. Glitch. I want to yeah. show you that, but I'm not gonna lead with that. I want to show you what it took the for me to do picture. that. The full picture, transparency. So that that's 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 where it's at for me. And um um aside from that, man, I wanna I wanna help people as many people as I can, but only people that are serious about getting to it. You know that that that's what I want to do. So. How, how could they get with you? Well, listen, for everybody, because um, I get asked all the time about um, do I have any mentoring or training or anything like that. I'm saying it with the utmost respect. I'm the hottest brother out here moving, <laughs> man. I'm not saying I'm the biggest. Yeah. I'm not saying I have the most of anything. I'm not saying any of that. But I'm the hottest brother out here moving. No doubt. Right? Yo, if you have interest in investing in this space, if you have interest in somebody that's going to be authentic with you at all times, if you have interest in somebody that's not going to screw you, play games with you, that's going to pour into you. Keep it real. That's going to cry with you, literally. I come second to nobody. I'm being honest and real with you. So that's the reason why I put the programs that I have. I tell everybody, if you ain't ready for this smoke, don't do it. Straight up. Don't do it. I'm not going to bait and switch you. And, and and somebody else is going to be the one popping up. I'm going to be here at all times. So what I have now coming July 17th, if I may. Yeah, you know, go ahead. July 17th, this is the next class that I'm, I'm putting up, the real estate kickstart. My last class just ended, and it's amazing, bro. The, the, when, you see, the, when you see the growth of the people, you see it starts to click in their, in their head. They start to yeah. see the, mis the mistakes that they made. A lot of them have been robbed. Talk some bullshit. Talk some bullshit, no, and no. they realize it. And the, what I wanted to do with the empowering that they got it, I love it. So for many times when people message me, they, the number one question they always ask is, "How do I get started?" That's always the generic question. How do I get started, or how much money do I need? And I tell people that it's a, it's a, it, there's no way there's a blanket statement to respond to an individual. No, so no. that's the reason why I put the real estate kickstart together. So the, it's a, it's a two week training live with me over Zoom. Uh, it's every Mondays and Wednesdays. Be prepared to be with me for a couple of hours, right? And I'm going to put you on your ass. And I'm going to show you in chronological order exactly what I've done, a strong overview of what I've done, similar to what we did on here, but I give you in, more, in way much more detail, intentional detail on how I started with zero to having the portfolio that I have today. Wow. Right? Nice. And, how, and exactly what I did. So it's called the Real Estate Kickstart. So for those people that are interested, it's filling up fast. Um, I guess we could put the QR code up on here uh, on the YouTube so they could they, the people could see that. Or if you guys want, you could go on the website, the T H E Real Estate Kickstart. If you go on the, the Real Estate Kickstart.com, it'll automatically put you on the website. You can fill out your information, and um, somebody from my team, or maybe I'll call you myself. We're going to have an in-depth conversation with you because we only want to rock with people that's that's for real. Action takers. No Action doubt. takers. If you're not about that, this ain't for you, man. It's not for you. So that's what I got going on, and, um, you know, I'm ready. Love it, love, love it, man. Well, we have the link in the, in the show notes, the bottom of the YouTube, so it's easier for them. Absolutely. Well, some people can't spell. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's yeah, a fact. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man, I appreciate you for coming by, man, blessing the people, blessing us, man. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is valuable information. Listen, I want to thank you both because um, 
We've been friends for a minute. No doubt. And then um, when I saw what you guys were doing, and hey, listen, man, I, I've been a fan of both of y'all for a while anyways. And then when I'm seeing it, I'm like, yo, bro, what's up, man? You know? Let's do this. Appreciate so, that. So, you know, we, you hit me with that, and I flew from New York to, to Texas, man. That's so, in like three weeks. Yeah, yeah man. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about this, and I think that you guys should keep going because the community needs this. And what you guys are doing on Clubhouse is necessary. So um, I just appreciate want to give that. you guys your flowers on that as well. Thank you, sir. Yeah, Thank man. you, sir. Yeah. Appreciate Definitely it. appreciate it, Thank man. You, doubt. Thank you, my brother. Listen, Thank make you, brother. sure you click the link at the bottom. Rate, subscribe. Check us out, man. No stingy. See you on the next one. Peace.